How does this work? R Ryan, is, is this thing on? Oh, oh we're, we're recorded? Ryan! Welcome to Quarantining with the Chris's, the podcast. The Chris's are proud to present today's sponsor, Leafy Organics. Leafy Organics prana made with organic turmeric and ginger. Decreases inflammation, improves brain function, benefits heart health, and improves joint condition. Yes, uh, go to leafyorganics.com or on the gram at leafyorganics. That's L-E-E-F-Y. Get 15% off your first purchase uh, with our code. Chris, what's the code? Discount code QWTC. Also, a very special thank you to all the Chris's team members who have donated at patreon.com slash QWT. Chris's, Ryan, start the show. The, yeah, but we're talking about like the Snapchat ones that just like filter on yourself. Ryan likes to play a little trick sometimes before we go live and just likes to just huh. try to mask the beauty that are the Chris's because Ryan can't be on camera. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. Not allowed. Interesting. What's it? Like, those look like some solid. Um, that, that's solid specs. Really? These are some solid specs. What do you think? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think they fit in Ryan's size, right, Ryan? They're, they fit Ryan's. They'll fit Ryan's face. What what size is Ryan's face? Oof. Uh, gosh. I would uh, call it Marcel the Shell size. Mar oh, Marcel the Shell. Marcel That's the Shell. That's a good pull. Marcel the Shell. Ryan, if you're not careful, you're going to be swimming with Marcel <laughs> the Shell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful day. Yeah, it's going to be 100 degrees uh, all week, I think. Is it? Yeah. This is a cool 100, Chris. I think we should turn into just weather. We should only do the weather on We should only do weather and meteor, me, meteorologists. Skip everything else. I think so. Yeah. That looks quite lovely today. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, quite a lovely day today. Thanks for putting that on in the background uh, over there, out there, Ryan. We appreciate that. Yeah. Looks great. Wow. Oh, you see that seagull? Oh. Oh. What a lovely oh, seagull. There it goes. Oh. oh that's a pigeon. Oh. oh close oh. enough. Pigeons are the seagulls of, uh, of Earth, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're, we're live. Oh, we're live? Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, folks. Uh, Ryan! Uh, Ryan! Well, she's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I've got to fuck to take the big. But she always knows her place. She's got style, she's got grace. She's a winner. She's a But the lady is mine. I think I wow. gotta hit that. You gotta I hit know. that. We, note. Yeah. You want that back, right? Mm. No, we're gonna keep it. I think Tom, Tom might be proud of you for might, one. Yeah. And we're live. Welcome to quarantining with the Chris's. I'm your host, Chris. I'm your host, Chris. And we have a very, very special Times 37 edition for you, folks, today. Wow. Uh, thank you for 37 is in, in um, numerology. Uh, I'm not sure, actually. It's it actually. I mean, neither do I. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, I know that three and seven are both favorite numbers of my father, so oh, that's wow. as far as I know in numerology. Wow. I think that's as far as he knows as well. Good for you too. Uh, thank you for joining us. If your last name ends in a vowel or a consonant, we're quarantined the Chris's live in Los Angeles. We do this every day that ends in Y, uh, but does not start with S. Uh, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's a special day today, Chris. What are, what are we doing? We're, uh, we're feeling uh, generous today. It's a giving oh. Tuesday, Chris. Oh, what are we giving? Uh, we're just, it's a Giving Tuesday, it's a, a menstrual edition. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it's a special PSA, I think. Yes, yeah, a special PSA, uh, same as uh, every day uh, that we're on. Uh, please uh, practice your social distancing and wear a mask. I think what he's trying to say is please wear an effing mask 
Uh, and please, whether you're staying inside or outside, stay six feet away from people. Uh, as we continue to go closer to each other, numbers keep spiking across the world, and particularly here in America, as we're all going to have a bad time in the fall and winter, according to that Dr. Fauci guy, right? Is his name? Yes, I believe he's an expert in um, his field. That's he knows they, a That's thing why or they two. put the DR in front of him. Ah, the doctor. Yes, the doctor. Like the doctor of love. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the professor of numerology now. Oh, wow. Yeah, Wonderful. the doctor of love. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, thank you again for joining us if you're lounging. Uh, quarantine the Chris's, uh, we have a podcast, I think. Don't we, we do, yes. Uh, uh, hi. we're actually in what, a hundred different countries now? Uh, I think so. Uh, shout to India, Jai Ho. Uh, 29% of our listeners now are in India. Wow. Yeah. What a jump. Yeah, we jumped big time. They jump higher than Ryan. I think so. He only jumps, uh, shell sizes. Yeah, Ryan, you're not coming on our world tour to India. It's not happening. Oh, that's about uh, 1,400 people have listened so far to the podcast. If you're not one of those 1,400 downloads, uh, you can go to Apple, Geosavon uh, in India, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, uh, basically anywhere uh, you type in podcasts on the internet will probably be there. Hmm, even on Spotify. Even on Spotify. Do you think they'll start uh, limiting what we can say on Spotify? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Probably sooner than later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our community cause all week is Operation Period. Yes, Operation Period is a non-profit founded by Munju Bangalore. is dedicated uh, to addressing menstrual inequity by providing advocacy, education, and services to those in need. Operation Period envisions a world where menstruation holds no one back. The organization ensures that every person who bleeds has access to products, facilities, and a bright future. Uh, go to operationperiod.org and check them out. They're doing great things. And... Uh, Pay the bills, though. Gotta pay the bills. It's yeah. National Coffee Day, Chris. Oh, it's National Coffee Day. There's no debate uh, here between uh, Joe Biden and President Trump. Uh, Cafevo, I Cafevo think. Cafevo is our favorite. Cafevo. Yes. Uh, this one has a sticker on this it. This has a sticker with our faces on it. Um, our favorites. Uh, this is our, our favorite blend, Nicaraguan. It's a sweet chocolate and citrus. Ooh, lovely. Actually, uh, my dad's favorite is uh, the Mexican blend. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's the only thing he likes about the program is the coffee. He likes one thing and that's he likes the coffee. The co- and you know what? I don't blame him. This is the best. It is actually the best tasting coffee you have. It keeps energized and hyped all day. Yep. Uh, it's National Coffee Day. If you'd like to purchase a bag of Cafevo, uh, you can find it on our website, qwtchrisis.com. Qwtchrisis.com or uh, qwtchrisis.com. Uh, you can get yourself a t-shirt. Uh, you can't get this one, but I'd actually auction it off if anyone wanted to buy it right edition, now. yeah. Uh, it has our face on it. There's also a puzzle. Uh, shout out to Ann Deedee. Thank you for, Thanks, uh, for the swag. Yeah. Uh, and it actually, it smells, apparently it smells like me. It smells, yeah. Yes. I, 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 I always assumed that it would smell bad, but somehow it didn't smell bad. I guess I smell okay. I guess it smells okay. Ryan, nice. can, we, can we get, no, we all know that you're not allowed to shower anymore. No, Uh-oh. you used too much water. Uh, can we get our guest, Ryan? Anyone? Anyone today? We're not exactly sure. Uh, it's always a surprise. Hi. Hi. Hello. How you doing, Manju? Good. I'm really overexposed. I'm going to see if I can fix that. Oh, that's fine. It's okay. okay. You, you look way better than we do. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it looks like when you don't shower and it's uh, 90 degrees in your apartment here in Los Angeles. I hear that. LA is horrible with the heat. I'm in um, Florida where it's very humid right now. So. Oh, Florida, the, uh, the Sunshine State. The Sunshine State. Yeah. 
What, uh, so we're, just, we're just curious, um, what is Miss World Oregon doing all the way in Florida? Visiting um, one of my, well, my, one of my best friends, my boyfriend, um, for a little bit. But I'm based, I split my time between LA and Oregon right now. So that's like where my home bases are. Oh, nice. And then, so I'm sure you're enjoying a, a ton of Florida beaches right yeah, this now. Is, this, is, this, this is a live stream from the beach we hear. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been thunderstorming, so <laughs> not oh. having like the best weather to go to the beach, but that's okay. And, and uh, Manju, uh, for everyone watching here all across uh, social media at Astronaut Manju, uh, you're in Florida. Does that mean you're probably going to Cape Canaveral and probably going to space soon? Well, that's the hope, fingers crossed, but not this time around. Um, one of my mentors is launching on October 31st um, from the Cape um, with the SpaceX crew, which is very cool, but not me. I'll just be watching. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Uh, Go ahead. No, but you did. <laughs> you did have something to do uh, with uh, a little uh, capsule, right? Uh, the Orion cockpit, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I worked at. Um, well, I started at NASA NASA Marshall Space Flight Center. Um, I was seventeen when I first interned there, and then um, I transferred over to the NASA Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas, um, and worked there for off and on a year and a half, two years. Um, and I worked on the Orion cockpit, the cockpit of the Orion spacecraft, which is going to go back to the moon and eventually to Mars one day. Oh, wow. Is it, it, but you'll be honored. She'll be honored. That's my hair. Yeah. And then making a stop at uh, Orion's belt, I believe. In <laughs> um, which NASA location did you pick up the term uh, y'all? Y'all? That was, that was Alabama. Alabama, like, it was, everyone was using y'all. And I was like, I need the word y'all in my dictionary my vocabulary <laughs> and uh and Monju, you're uh miss world oregon obviously uh if you're going to mars then you'd be miss out of this world miss uh, <laughs> universe oh miss oh, universe oh, oh no. the, the whole galaxy the milky way yeah 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 encompassing it all uh you're miss world oregon uh this year you were miss world california last year is that right yeah, yeah. So um, since I, I I have residency in both, um, and so I um, competed for Miss World California as an in-person pageant last year. Happened to win that as the first pageant I've ever won. Um, competed Ooh. at Miss World America and placed top ten. Um, and Miss World America allows folks to come in and um, recompete. So thankfully, I got the chance to recompete. I won my state title this year as Oregon. Um, wanted to represent my home state this year. And um, we'll see how Miss World America goes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think she's, you, you think she's going to win? I mean, uh, gotta, I think we got to <laughs> vote for her a couple more times, yes, right? Yes, yes. How, how, how does one uh, vote for you? Um, you can, so there's like a couple, there's like probably 10 different challenges and competitions within the Miss World America system um, that we have to compete for. So there's like the Entrepreneur Challenge, the Miss Photogenic Challenge, um, People's Choice, Influencer, Talent, Top Model, like there's a bunch. And so the ones where the public gets to decide are the Entrepreneur Challenge. If you buy a VIP pass and you write that it's for me, um, then I'll get points towards my Entrepreneur Challenge. So that's one way you can help me. The other two ways are Miss Photogenic and People's Choice. So if you vote online, the voting link is in my bio at Astronaut Manju. If you go vote, um, it does cost money, which is unfortunate. And I know that people money is tight and it's really hard to spend any money towards this but if you can um i would you know always i'm very grateful for stuff like that 
Uh, well, mind you, it, Ryan uh, apparently is taking out uh, his piggy bank. I mean, one vote is only $10, apparently. Uh, but he's looking at the 50,000 vote uh, for 20 cents a vote. I think that's what he's aiming for. I'm flattered. <laughs> I'm flattered. <laughs> uh, speaking of entrepreneurial, uh, you started uh, an organization, uh, the, one, the one we're highlighting all week, Operation Period. Can you talk about why you found that and its mission? Yeah, so um, the statistic that I like to use quite a bit, which is really frustrating, is that 20% um, of girls in India don't finish school because they don't have access to menstrual products. Mm -hmm. So this is like a huge issue that we're just not talking about because periods are uncomfortable to talk about. Um, but once we move past the stigma of it, it's, we get to like the heart of the issue, which is that people are not finishing school, they're not going to their jobs, they're not living their best lives because they don't. And now, brought to you by Undisclosed Sponsor on both sides, like my mom's and my dad's. And um, they they didn't finish school. And a lot of that was the access to healthcare. And then my mom, on the other hand, she had access to healthcare and she was able to um, not only go to school, but become like a first generation college student, go to law school and bring me up who is now getting to do all of these in insane, incredible opportunities. So am I frozen? Sorry. Uh, you froze for a second, but uh, Ryan fixed the technical difficulties, so I, I think you're back now. Okay, y'all are frozen for me, but I think that's okay. Um, as long as <laughs> I can still hear you, so that's, I think, the most important part. Um, and so um, I think it's just really critical that we focus on getting the products, the facilities, the education to folks who need them, because at the end of the day, um, this is the future that we're talking about, and it's really critical that we um, center our future. That's amazing. A, a tipsy traveler who might have been somewhere around the world uh, pre-COVID uh, when we were allowed to do things like that said such an important cause for women in India and around the world. Amazing cause. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really proud of our team. We do. I mean, we work really, really hard. We're all youth volunteers and it's not easy running a nonprofit, um, you know, completely as a volunteer, but it's worth it because we're doing good work, I think. And you, and you have a lot of things coming up, uh, including, uh, I think, a podcast. A podcast, yes. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, so we do, um, our website needs to be updated. We do five things. We do art, advocacy, education, community engagement, and aid. Oh. And um, for one of our community engagement tenants, we're doing, we're starting a podcast. So we have the first taping on Thursday, which I'm very excited about. We, like, our producers are great. They're all, like, internal staff members, but we're learning how to do a podcast. Um, so if y'all have any tips. And um, and I'm really excited about it. It's to kind of decolonize periods and look at the history of periods and why we now think of them as like dirty or unsanitary and where those roots come from and trying to dissect it and um, go back to the history of how we've cons how we've looked at periods. Interesting. Um, and I guess which societies, which generations are you are you are you looking to to focus on? Um, we're looking at like, uh, we're looking at cultures across the world. So like, for example, the Apache nation, um, they have the sunrise ceremony, where um, periods are looked at as a mark of adulthood. Mm -hmm. And the person getting their period for the first time is considered almost sacred or holy. So it's like, um, people have looked at like different cultures look at periods as like, in a way of like reverence and stuff. And we're trying to look more at those cultures and um, understand how we got put on this path of thinking periods are dirty or unsanitary. Yeah, because it just naturally happens. I mean, I personally never had a period, but I mean, it's just this is just the thing. It just happens. It's like I, yeah. there's no like 
they should probably get rid of the tax too. I mean, why is there a tax on uh, tampons? Right. Why, why? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's still like twenty something states have tampon tax, which is wild um, and needs to be addressed. That's something else that we're working with our partners on to help erase the, the tampon tax. It's interesting that there's that there's twenty states that have that. Like the other thirty states get it, but what's wrong with the other twenty? They just haven't. They just... Yeah, not enough people have like I guess voiced their opinions on it, and um, you know, our legislators we need to hold them accountable to to our to us. And so um, I think it's just more about like getting the word out, getting representatives and senators to listen to us. And does that also start with education from a young age uh, moving forward? Yeah, so we built curriculum, like in-house homemade curriculum um, for schools to implement in their health education programs. Um, and so that's something else that we're thinking about is how do we um, how do we impart this knowledge early on so that people don't feel like they need to hide their menstrual products or they need to live their lives in shame. Like, for example, in Nepal, there are this is illegal, but it's still happening where there are menstrual huts and hmm. women are banished into um, uh, the huts um, on their period. And since it's so cold, a lot of people start fires to keep themselves warm and, and unfortunately die via smoke inhalation. So, um, you know, this education of the young part of, for all genders um, is really critical so that no one is period shaming. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, education is important. You, you also recently started uh, as a book club. How's that going? Yeah, so we have a book club. That's another one of our community engagement initiatives. Um, the book club is going great. We are focusing on a lot of different issues um, around menstrual health and activism and organizing um, and touching on um, reimagining the future and what that can look like for people who menstruate. And then uh, along the book club, you had mentioned the podcast, uh, but already uh, you've distributed what, 100, 200,000 uh, menstrual products already throughout yeah, the so, period? Yeah, yeah. So we've done 200,000 menstrual products so far wow. and we have more deliveries coming. So we're constantly trying to um, get products to the people that need them. Primarily in Oregon is who we serve for the menstrual products. Interesting. Uh, and how about uh, along education, um, toxicity in uh, feminine and hygiene products? Yeah, so there's two issues there. One is the toxic shock syndrome. So that's if you leave a menstrual product in for too long. And so we don't necessarily do anything around that. We've done some like IG lives and like um, informational stuff around um, TSS and making sure that people don't fall victim to it. Um, but the other part that's like the toxicity around menstrual products is that the FDA doesn't um, regulate the ingredients in menstrual products, which is terrible because anything that's inserted into the body, like a Q-tip or something, the FDA does regulate because mm -hmm. the ingredients are going inside of you. Um, but unfortunately for menstrual products, they don't. And so um, that's mm. another thing that we'd like to eventually work on is making sure that the ingredients are monitored. And so we know what's going in our bodies. It's interesting because, like, logically, it just—I I didn't know that. Logically, it just doesn't make sense. Like, if I could put a Q-tip in my ear, which apparently you're not supposed to do according to the packaging, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if I could do that and it's regulated, why wouldn't it be? If I—I I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think a lot of this is because we don't have enough legislators who menstruate, and so I think if we had, if we elected more—not to get political—but if we got more legislators who menstruated in office, this would be more of a concern on their minds. 
interesting. It's finally get political. There's a there's a debate tonight. There is a debate yeah. tonight. There is a debate tonight. That's, that's my next to do list item. Yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> as uh, two people who don't menstruate, what I guess, how can we advocate or be of help? Yeah, I think there's a few things. One of the um, one of the things, and sometimes people get uncomfortable with this, but it is the truth, is that not just women menstruate. Um, transgender men and non-binary folks also menstruate sometimes. So it's about making sure that the conversation is inclusive, which is why the only times I use like women or girls is when I'm citing statistics or stories as I've done in this IG Live. Um, but generally, like I'll say people who menstruate, people who bleed, just to make sure that we're including all of those that bleed, um, because I don't think it's fair to fight, fight for equity or equality if we're not including everyone who needs that equity or equality. So that's one of the things is just language, being careful with language, I think is a great way to be an advocate. Um, another way like um, is um, if you wanna get involved with us, like if you are like a college or um, high school student, you can mm -hmm. always start a club with us and help deliver products and get folks um, uh, educated and uh, be an advocate for those types of things. Um, and then also just, I think another thing with the language is just being like cognizant of jokes and stuff and being like, Hey, that's not funny or that's not cool. Just little things like that can are what changes a culture, right? Is just individuals acting and, um, doing good things. So, um, I think those are some of the things that people can do, even if they don't menstruate. Uh, that's great. And we have a question here uh, from a very tipsy woman in New York City. Uh, where can we donate? I love that question. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great question. Um, you can go to operationperiod.org and we have a donate button. And what we really love, um, we love one-time donations of any size, but um, $3 is all it takes to get one person menstrual products for a month. So we love when people sign up to be a recurring donor for $3 a month. Um, it's a cup of coffee a month and it really can change someone's life. So we can go to operationperiod.org, pay $3 and help someone who bleeds for an entire month. Wow, huh. that's powerful. Yeah, that's great. Those $3 go a long way. Yeah. We, we stretch our money because we don't, we don't make, we don't pay ourselves. So we stretch our money and put it all towards the services that we, that we provide. And you're providing services globally. Has it been challenging during the pandemic to, to reach uh, different countries? I mean, even different states, obviously there's, there's one state like here in LA will probably never reopen. Uh, but Florida is just like, yeah, everything's cool now. Uh, <laughs> so has that been a challenge for you both in the States and, and globally? Yeah, um, a bit. We, but the thing that's been really helpful is that we have really great partners. Like ASW is our partner for Kenya and Somalia. We have WRI Women's Relief Initiative in Guinea. So we've been working with great partners, and a lot of our global work is education based. So we, um, we've been able to. Um, we actually just got funding for our education initiative for overseas. So we've been able to. I think this pandemic, obviously, has been terrible for numerous reasons but i think it's also um mobilized and uh mobilized a lot of people as a catalyst for good and a lot of people want to change their communities and better their communities so um people have been wanting to donate to us people have been wanting to um uh, help us do our work which has been beautiful wow speaking of which uh helping out the tipsy traveler says great to know three dollars a month sounds reasonable enough to me Yay. I love right, that. We're going to hold her to that. We're going to follow up with her to make sure <laughs> she's the receipt. Uh, according to the Chris is on live with Manju uh, Bangalore at Astronaut uh, Manju. Manju is M-A-N-J-U. Uh, 
on the Instagram, uh, who is Miss World Oregon 2020 founder of Operation Period uh, and uh, actor. I think I caught you something in a, a Microsoft commercial, maybe in a Beyonce video. I don't, I don't know. All over. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been really blessed this past year with acting. I've been acting since I was um, 11 or 12, but it was all stage stuff. So it was like, high school productions, college productions, that type of thing. Um, but I transitioned to screen acting this past year. So I'm with a manager and agent and they have been the greatest blessings. I'm really thankful for both the teams there. And yeah, I got to work with Beyonce this past year, which was a dream come true. <laughs> yes. Uh, how was working with Beyonce? She's, she's so amazing. Like, obviously I didn't spend a lot of time with her, but she like asked me how I was doing. Like she was so sweet. Um, she like was just so professional. Like she's everything you think she is. She's amazing. And were you nervous before meeting her? So I didn't know I was going to be on Beyonce's set until I signed the NDA on set and entered. And then while I was walking up to the waiting room, I was asking the producer, I was like, Oh, what is this for? And they were like, you don't know. And I was like, no, who is it for? And he was like, it's for Beyonce. And I was like, no, who's it actually for? <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah, so I didn't know it was going to be Beyonce. And so I didn't have very much time to be nervous. It was more like, oh, this is Beyonce. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm working. I need to be professional. And um, I ended up becoming good friends with a couple of the other actresses and on set. And so we like, we're like, oh my God, is this real? But we, other than that, we had no time other than to be professional. So when we quarantine the Christmas has Beyonce on one day, uh, we're going to ask her what it was like working with Manju uh, <laughs> when you're waving to us from Mars. <laughs> Perfect. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, Miss Universe. Um, and I guess speaking of Miss Universe and, and acting, how, is, how has acting helped you in pageantry and in, in, in your career? Yeah, um, I get this question a lot just because people are like, you're acting and then you're doing like an engineering program, like so confusing. But um, acting has really helped me communicate. Like I was, I had like stage fright when I was younger and stuff like that. Obviously, like you're scared to be in front of large audiences and feel comfortable voicing your opinions. And um, so I, um, sorry, I read a comment and totally lost my train of thought. Um, That's fine. okay, yeah. we, can, we can read it out loud. Uh, no need to follow up, man. Already donated for the year. There we go. There we go. There we Fr go. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, back to acting. Sorry. Um, uh, acting has really taught me how to communicate myself and like my ideas and my passions and my stories and stuff like that, which has been um, really helpful for pageants because we have every pageant you do has an interview portion. And so you have between like three to 15 minutes, sometimes it's three minutes to convey to the judges why you should be the title holder. And that's the only time you get to talk to them. Um, and so being able to succinctly answer questions directly and um, get your get your personality out is, is a task. And then on stage, you have 30 seconds to answer like some questions. Sometimes it's like a political or sociopolitical or geopolitical question and it's hard. So acting has really taught me like how to find myself, who I am, and then be able to convey that to the rest of the world. Ryan, I think we gotta pay the bills. Can we get a quick commercial break here? And then, uh, I mean, there's no more swimsuit competition. Apparently it's a burpee competition. Is that, is that, <laughs> it, how, how has the fitness aspect of pageantry uh, changed? Yeah, so um, a lot of systems um, don't, 
don't necessarily have swimsuit anymore. Um, Miss Universe still does. So Miss USA and Miss Universe still do for the misses, but for teens, it's sportswear. The Miss World system, which is the one that I'm in right now, they um, do a fitness challenge instead of swimsuit. So it was um, a minute of push-ups, break for 30 seconds, a minute of sit-ups, break for 30 seconds, a minute of burpees, 30-second break, a minute jumping squats, 30-second break, and then jumping jacks for th in 30 seconds, or it was the end. Um, and so that was a challenge. Um, I've been still work like even though the fitness challenge is over i'm still working on like staying in shape and stuff because that's something that's important to me but it's definitely it was definitely very difficult for me because you want to yeah. see how many you can do with good form it's it, like crossfit yeah it sounds like it's like a crossfit competition or like it's like military training like oh if like if you don't pass this stage like maybe you'll do uh, maybe you'll be in the armed services i don't know <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of like CrossFit. I've done cross. I did CrossFit for like a month or something in um, earlier in life, and um, it it was more like CrossFit would have trained me best for that. I think. So, uh, what should we be looking forward to? I mean, your reign for Miss World Oregon uh, is this entire year. Um, how is the pandemic affecting the competition uh, for Miss World America? Yeah. So the pageant's all virtual now. So um, our interviews are over Zoom, our top model competition we filmed and sent, um, our pictures we all like uploaded and sent. So it, our beauty, and then our beauty purpose, which was 50% of our score, which is our service project, our community service project, that was all like video based and essay based. So um, it's all virtual now, which is super interesting. Um, it's my first virtual pageant. It's a lot of people's first virtual anything, um, big event because obviously the pandemic so um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm really excited. The group of girls that I'm competing against are incredible and I'm really honored to be a part of this group. Oh, wow. But, she, but she's gonna win. She's gonna win, yes. Yeah, we know that already. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a refreshing uh, to hear that it's not like Miss Congeniality where everyone's ripping for the crown, but everyone's really rooting for each other. Sorry, it cut out, sorry. Oh, it's, it's okay. We were just talking about uh, how it, it differs from Miss Congeniality, uh, where everyone is tearing at the crown, wh where everyone is supporting each other. And it's nice to hear that uh, times have changed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking, speaking of uh, pageantry, yeah, and also Operation Period, is you, there possibly a fashion show coming in the works? Yes. Yeah, so this is something I talked about with my staff. Um, I thought it would be like me and one of my friends who y'all know, Katerina, um, thought it might be fun. And although she can't be involved, we thought it'd be fun to um, do a virtual fashion show. Um, I don't know how that would work. And it, it would be interesting in a creative process to try to happen. But um, it could be a cool benefit for Operation Period and um, be a cool way to work with local artists and designers to um, get their work out in, in a very trying time. <laughs> Wow, that's great. Uh, well, Manju, we've been asking you a, a lot of questions today. Do you have any questions for the Chris's? Yeah, just like what what made y'all start this um, incredible like journey? Because it's been really fun to follow and like follow your page and watch the work that you guys are doing. But like, was the motivation just like, hey, it's quarantining time. Like, let's do something creative and fun. Or what was your process like to get this started? And how is it? How has it changed over? Um, the past few months with um, continuing this journey? Solid question. Uh, well, it all started at the beginning of quarantine. Hence the name Quarantine with the Chris's. Yes, yeah. we were stuck inside with each other. 
Uh, and uh, as we learned uh, earlier today, talking to a guest, hopefully in the future, that you become uh, with the five people you surround yourself the most with. Yeah, so we just became we, each other. We've become each other. We've actually kind of, yes, we're the same person now. <laughs> uh, the show started out of circumstance, really. I mean, we, like week zero of the quarantine, or maybe negative one, we're like, uh, he has a, had a collapsed lung uh, exactly a year ago, I think. Almost, oh my almost a year ago in October. Yeah. Oh, I guess we're in October. Yeah. Yeah, we're almost in October. That's why I said the rest of 2020 when I asked you that question. I realized like there's only three more months in 2020, but I digress. Uh, so yeah, uh, we started it out of necessity as in like, hey, we got to hunker down. And before all this COVID stuff figured itself out, we didn't know like, you know, how it affected people, where, how you could catch it, all that good stuff. So we just wanted to connect with friends. So we started connecting uh with different friends through facetime and like hey let's go on instagram live we've never done this before uh and just kind of just started growing that community uh just started just connecting with people and uh it's become throughout time more of uh lifting everyone's spirits and educational at the same time like having yeah. amazing people like you on uh with operation period and all the work that you're doing uh it's it's a way to kind of take out all the noise that happens whether it's politics and the election or the COVID news that you hear every day. Uh, we're just trying to bring a little more light and a little more joy into people's lives. And it's, it's throughout time, it's become uh, more work, uh, but it's still more definitely fun uh, as we've grown to multiple platforms uh, and uh, podcasts and all that. But we're looking forward to continuing it for as long as we do the quarantine uh, and hopefully afterwards as well. Oh, that's so beautiful. I was literally about to ask that question, the next question that just popped out. So someone beat me to it. Sounds like a loaded question. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe a uh, traveler. Uh, it could, uh, pot, uh, I don't, it might have been uh, Roger or, or I should call him Miller uh, Fillmore. Miller Fillmore, yes. We had a, a pres, uh, pre, the 16th, 7th? 13th? 13th. 13th. We'll go with 13th. We don't know. We had a, a former president on. Yeah, we had a former president on. Uh, he may not be alive anymore, but uh, uh, the tipsy traveler's boyfriend uh, was dressed <laughs> up as Millard Fillmore. Uh, he knows everything about the 13th president. Uh, so loaded. Uncle Pizza. Uh, he doesn't count. Um, we've had, I don't know, a lot of people. Aside from, obviously, Manju, who is obviously 1 or 1A. Mm, uh, next to Katerina, too. Yeah, Katerina, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you can't leave her out. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of fun guests on. It's 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 been amazing, really. Yeah, it's interesting to connect with uh, people all across the world. Uh, we've had guests on from Germany, in the UK, Morocco, Peru, Canada. Um, not all fifty states, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe we can't travel all fifty, but we can have a guest from each state on. Yeah. That's so. That'd be such a cool initiative. Actually, that would be pretty yeah, cool. We should Actually, start yes. that now, Ryan. We're gonna, start, we're gonna start this campaign now. Write that down, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you again, Mudrew, for joining us today. Uh, we'll be supporting you in all your endeavors, whether you're in Mars or whether you're uh, wearing another crown. Uh, we wish you the best, and uh, we're rooting for you in Operation Period uh, from here in Los Angeles. Thank you so much. Thank I really you. Appreciate, y'all's appreciate time. it. This was so much fun. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you so much. See ya. Thank you. Oh, that was fun. That was great. That was uh, Manju Bangalore. Bang, bang, 
Bangalore. Yes. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Instagram, when we uh, yes. when someone it, goes off, uh, on us switches again. us every single time. So shout out to Instagram for your updates. You keep messing up. That was Manju uh, Bangalore at Astronaut Manju on Instagram, the founder of Operation Period, uh, Miss World Oregon 2020. Uh, a physicist as well, which you didn't even discuss. Yeah, we uh, didn't. Yeah. We didn't discuss, but she worked on electrical to chemical propulsion, I think, up at NASA. Yeah. If uh, Ryan's notes are correct. Yeah, if Ryan's notes are correct. Someone wants us, a uh, tipsy traveler, wants us to hit all 52 states. Uh, are you counting Canada and Puerto Rico as states? Oh. Could be. Oh. Who knows? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I actually lost, I lost track of, I lost track of everything. Chris. There you go. That, that happens when you get deep into the quarantine. Uh, we are in almost month seven. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. We made it. Uh, our community. <laughs> Have we? Uh, Manju's uh, the founder of our community cause all week Operation Period. Go to operationperiod.org. Three dollars a month uh, will give menstrual products to anyone who bleeds uh, for the entire month. Only three dollars. Yeah. Only three dollars. Uh, thank you, Tipsy Traveler, for uh, for supporting for a whole year. Yeah, we appreciate wow. that. That was great. A uh, whole year, by my math is correct, is only thirty-six dollars. So, wow, that's great math, Chris. Not too bad. That's uh, uh, how how does that compare to uh, how much money we made this quarantine? Uh, it compares to thirty-six more dollars. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, what a comparison. Yeah. Uh, check out our podcast. Uh, love Manju and love OP. Uh, so do we. Uh, if you'd like to watch the interview with her, it'll be posted on our feed after the show. Or if you're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Periscope, uh, it'll be there forever too. Oh, wow. Forever. Forever. I was just making Sandlot references today. Really? Yeah. Um, squint, some squints and some cannonballs. I, I was going back. I, the, the, the cannonball form is fantastic, Chris. In Sandlot. In Sandlot, You were yes. just watching YouTube videos of cannonball forms? <laughs> I, was, I went on the Sandlot rabbit hole, Chris. Uh, there's no debate Sandlot is a great movie. There's also no debate that Cafebo, our sponsor today, oh, it's is our a favorite. 542 Fixer Everything, our sponsor, still is smells. our favorite. Still smells so, wonderful. So good. Maybe that's what we're smelling over Usually you say it still smells is usually a, a negative connotation. Well, in this connotation, it smells fantastic. It does. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Jeff and our friends over at Cafebo. If you'd like to purchase uh, a bag of coffee uh, for different blends, uh, head to our website, qwtchrisis.com. Click on shop, and uh, you can check out all the hot merch and coffee that we have available. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know what, Chris? What a great idea is, is to uh, save money just with uh, by buying Cafebo and send that $3 over operation period, Chris. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Better easy. use of your money. Better use of your money right there. Yeah. Shout out to Manju uh, for joining us today. Uh, we hope to see her with a new crown uh, and on Mars very shortly. Yeah. Go uh, vote for her uh, for Miss Photogenic and the Influencer Channel. You just go to her, her page and just, yeah. you can just, you just like. Ask her on Manju. Just like things. It's yes. very simple. If you need to make new accounts to like things as well, do that as well. Yes, Ryan's working on that for us. Yeah, Ryan, hurry up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, a very special edition tomorrow. Uh, we have. Uh, should we say? That? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there might have been a sighting. It might have been a sighting, uh, and it might have been a Chronicles of Sasquatch. Yes. We have no idea. We'll be exploring some Shadow Alchemy, Chris, tomorrow. All right. Sounds yeah. fun. Sounds quite interesting. Let's do that. Have a good night. We'll catch you tomorrow. <laughs>
thank you for listening to today's episode of Quarantining with the Chris's. Please support our GoFundMe benefiting Okaizu Children's Cancer Camp. Search No Hair for Care on GoFundMe.com for more information. Connect with the Chris's on our website, QWTChris's.com, and on Instagram, YouTube, the Facebook, Twitch, TikTok, and even Twitter at QWTChris's. Catch us live across all social media every day that ends in Y, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Ryan, end the show.